0: Andrew Burns joined as always by Kun Shah. How you doing? I'm doing all right, thanks. How about you? Pretty good. Yankees have won each of their first three series on the year, and they've done so two out of three each time, which I applaud them for their workmanlike consistency, at least in the early goings.
1: Yes, they're nothing if not consistent, apparently.
0: Yeah, like hey, you know what? You win. It's it's a baseball cliche for a reason, but you take two out of three all year, you're gonna have a really good year. So you know, keep doing that. <laughs>
1: Or start taking three out of three and just Whoa. do that.
0: Whoa, well, calm down there, sir. Let's not be too aggressive.
1: It's, it's just an idea.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently, it's working out for the freaking Tampa Bay Rays so far. Yeah. But...
1: And they're like not just like winning close games; they're just like owning every facet of the game. Apparently.
0: Yeah, and like it. Yes, it's true. They've played the, the, the Tigers, the A's, and uh, the Nationals. So it's like good job guys but also you can only play who you're is on your schedule and not every team would win all nine games in such a decisive fashion you know so it's more just annoying than anything else but whatever
1: their last two games if i'm not they played the a's right yeah and they won both those games 11 nothing
0: is that right that's (laughs) correct that's correct
1: like, way, I'm looking at it, and I don't believe it.
0: <laughs> way to go, Oakland A's. Dear God, what is that team? Yeah. And,
1: like, the Rays have scored double-digit runs one, two, three, four times this season already. And Gosh. they have nine runs for a fifth game. So that's, some, that's something what you want.
0: Yeah, they are, they are clobbering. They, they play the Red Sox, so we'll see what happens if they're undefeated yeah. streak. But, I mean longest undefeated streak to begin a season in 20 years. So, whatever.
1: <laughs> I'd say congrats, but I hate them, so Hey, you oh. know what? You know what? Here's
0: a fun fact for you that we can delight in. The last team to start 9 and 0 was the 2003 Royals who missed the playoffs, and the team that had the best start in baseball history at 13 and 0 was the 1987 Brewers who also missed the playoffs. So, they're doomed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, that's that's uh slam dunk prophecy. Never mind that these are a different wild card eras, but
1: we don't we don't we don't need to focus on that. We yeah. just focus on the facts.
0: Hey, it's true. Anywho, uh screw the Rays. We're talking about the Yankees. They are a fun baseball yes. team, also. And uh they have gone six and three, as we mentioned in total, and three and two since our last pod. They ended up taking two out of three from the Phillies, and then after losing the opening game in Baltimore on Friday night, they won back-to-back games on Saturday and Sunday. And I was in attendance on Saturday, so I was glad to see them not screw up.
1: Yes, it's always nice when they don't screw up. Yeah, and, and they should continue to not. Was that the game when uh, that was yesterday? Right? You said you were there no, Saturday. Oh, Saturday was that the one where John Carlo just basically said kind of "screw your wall."
0: Oh yeah, he homered over yeah. the wall and was just like okay,
1: <laughs> he's like you can move it back even further if you want.
0: <laughs> it's, it's it is really funny how far that wall is, and he's just like nah, we're good. <laughs>
1: just I'll just flick it like boop.
0: Yeah, if I was the Orioles hitter, I'd be so annoyed about that wall. Like that happened, I think, on Sunday in particular to both Austin Hayes and Ryan Mountcastle, where they had balls that were in that like area where it would have been a home run a couple years ago, and instead it was just a fly ball, and they're just like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's funny to see like the Yankees, like John Carlo, like taking advantage of that, and then like you know you still because we still hear those stupid comments about the Yankee Stadium and like the band box. And it's like well, th- it affects both teams. Like you know your your players can hit it there too, and it's mm-hmm. the same thing. Except your players can't hit it over there in Baltimore. Yeah, gotta but be ours
0: gotta be beefier, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Or you got to be like Adley Rutschman and just never not get a hit. You
1: know. <laughs> well, yeah. That. That gets thing. Great, apparently. Sheesh. Yeah, luckily he's on Baltimore, so like I don't hate him. No, yeah, his team—they're yeah. just there. They're, yeah. they're along for the ride.
0: Yeah, I like. I, I never hated Manny Machado. I never really hated Chris Davis. Like if they, that Adley Rutschman can be Adley Rutschman in Baltimore. Odds are they will not extend him. <laughs> so we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, the odds are in the favor of
0: that, <laughs> mm-hmm. which would be a shame for Baltimore fans, but uh, a pleasure for me personally. <laughs>
1: It would be a shame for Baltimore fans, but also they're Baltimore fans, so yeah. it's it's the card they it's the card they drew, the hand they were dealt. There you go, mm-hmm. that's a proper expression, not the card they drew. That's not yeah. a thing.
0: Yeah. Well now it is. Speaking of a good card to draw, Aaron Judge.
1: He is um still
0: good at baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Two dingers on Sunday afternoon. Led the yeah. Yankees to the win then. And uh yeah, another another one where it was like, it didn't go over the wall, but it went into like the bullpen next to the wall. It's like, hey, whatever, right. it counts. And then he hit another one, too. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that, that one to dead center was just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Good thing. Uh, as you have in your notes, he's still really good at baseball.
1: Yes. And he's got 70 more to go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and Giancarlo is apparently in the race this time. So, you know.
1: Yeah, I would love for them to just keep going back and forth and competing with each other. other. And maybe, hey, they'll both get 74.
0: Ooh, live large. Come on, you can do it.
1: It's been a while since I've had expectations for Giancarlo, but I'm starting to get back there.
0: And hey, they're still trailing Brian Reynolds and Pete Alonso, who both have five home runs. So, you know, pick it up, guys. Hey, they're not even the best hitters on their own team.
1: That's true. Mr. Franchi Cordero.
0: (laughs) Yeah, all right. Let's get into this. Franchi Cordero. (laughs) <laughs> just shows up uh sort of like jose trevino last year like basically right before opening day and uh expectations low but he's uh you know anytime he's been in the lineup he's done a pretty good job hey he is your
1: 2023 yankees ops and ops plus leader so hey that's huh. a
0: that's a fact That is, who knows how long this will remain a fact, but it is a fact at the moment.
1: We don't ignore, we we will ignore the fact that he's had like 25 less at-bats that are played appearances than Aaron Judge, who is the actual leader, but no, no, it's Franchi's, it's Franchi's team, so give up your seed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it's just good deployments of his skills because he's a lefty hitter who really cannot hit lefty pitchers at all. So they're like, you know what? Let's just have you mash whenever there's a righty out there, especially during this early period when they're still waiting for Harrison Bader to come back. There are some questions at the outfield. So, yeah, Franchi, go out there.
1: Yeah, it's better than other options that they have.
0: Yeah, yeah, hey, I saw it happened I saw an Aaron Hicks RBI single it yes it was grounded up the middle into a hole but whatever it counts
1: <laughs> somehow that makes the whole thing even more depressing <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like I think somebody in the Pinstripe Valley comments like mentioned it I think it might have been Harlan it was like I get why they don't cut him because there's just really no benefit to it right now because you know Says they're still you. waiting for like they're still waiting for like Bader to come back and all that. Like, there's no real urgency or need to cut him besides he's taking up a roster spot. But like, who is that roster spot going to go to? I guess is the issue. Uh, but yeah, it's just depressing, and I'm 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 over it being a thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's just weird because his role is basically like vanishing, like uh, Marty McFly in Back to the Future, <laughs> like because they have Franchi around to be the backup outfielder who could hit off the bench. And they were turning in, I think it was on Friday night, they turned to Isaiah Kiner as a pinch hit option over Hicks and then left IKF in the game in the eighth. And it's like, well, I mean, if you're not going to use Hicks as a pinch hitter, which I don't know is even the best idea there, but if you're not going to use him there, then why is he here?
1: Yeah. Also, like Aaron Boone's quote about that was just absolutely depressing.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. It's like, we're not looking for him. It's like an on base situation, maybe. But
1: well i think it was the opposite right he was like we were looking yeah. for a hit not not an on-base situation which yeah <laughs> if you're looking for a hit and you're turning to isaiah kind oh i don't know what you're doing here
0: isaiah kind who has zero hits so far mind you <laughs> yes
1: compared to aaron Hicks's one
0: hey the hit the hit for hicks came the day after so at the time they were equal yes but uh, Yeah, also Willie Calhoun is on the team now just to to hang out while Josh Donaldson's on the IL and because they didn't want to call Peraza up to only play, like, every few days. And he was also dealing with a hamstring thing, apparently. So, whatever, Willie Calhoun's just here, too, to also be someone who might play over Aaron.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. And, like, I think you mentioned this in your post uh, about, like, just the roster moves, but like they don't really need another infielder right now.
0: Not really. Yeah,
1: Cabrera who could play everywhere on the infield. You have DJ who could play anywhere, everywhere besides shortstop. Mm-hmm. Volpe can play. Obviously, is the shortstop, but he can also move over to second. Um, Rizzo's there. Like you, don't, you don't need another infielder right now. An outfielder, yeah, because well, again, you're literally throwing IKF out in center field, and that's just not an idea. Yeah. I'm not even gonna say it's a, it's a good idea. It's just not an idea. But they're doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're just. Yeah, this the, the, is our backup center fielder. It's a kind yes. of What's up?
1: Yeah. So, but he's another guy um, who can
0: theoretically play the infield in a uh, in this interim. Oh yeah, too. I should probably
1: have mentioned that when I listened to everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, like he's not going to be great, but he he's someone you can stick out there. So, and that's yes. that's probably the role the IKF is best served for at this point. You know,
1: I have just reserved him as ICF in my head. So
0: yeah, hey. He is out there being a center fielder and it's like, okay, sure. Whatever. Correct. Uh, I don't really endorse this, but whatever.
1: Yeah. Just by the end of the year, one of IKF or Aaron Hicks to no longer be on the Yankees roster. Yeah. (laughs) Probably both, but
0: you would hope so.
1: But they they, they both cannot be on this roster at the end of the season. That'd be sad. Well,
0: let's, let's hope that Harrison Bader heals up in a hurry. It seems like he's making progress, but you know, you can only make progress until you're actually back. Yeah. Great proverb.
1: You can only make progress until you're back.
0: Yes. Copyright. Andrew
1: Burns, Yogi Bear.
0: Yeah. It me Yogi. <laughs> uh, we should talk about the pitching, which has mostly done a pretty good job. Clay Holmes has had a really good couple games, especially the, the last two games of the Orioles series. He saved both of them, made the ninth innings very easy. And yep. uh, as Josh wrote about, uh, I think it was yesterday, Clay Holmes is going to be very important to this team. He was important anyway, but especially during this period where they're also down some relievers too. They lost Jonathan Lewiska over the weekend, and uh, they're still they had to move Tommy Kainley to the sixty AIL, so he's not coming back anytime soon. Luttrellino is not coming back till May. A whole bunch of other dudes just kind of question marks. Like King is. Been up and down more down but his most recent game was fine so there's a lot of pressure on clay holmes to really step up and be the bullpen ace right now
1: yeah absolutely um some encouraging signs from michael king we got a sure. vintage michael king outing if, if we want to call it that i don't know if any uh, michael king outing can be vintage because you know he's still fairly new but <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean two two innings pitch three strikeouts no runs so you know i'll take it you know yeah. hopefully it's a, it's you know he the first two games, his first two games were just like, whatever, and we get more of this coming forward. But obviously, it makes sense to be a little bit hesitant until you see more of that. Like again, in the long term, I think we both believe he'll be fine and good. But sure. just right now, you want to be you want to be a little cautious. So Clay Holmes just all that more important.
0: Exactly, and they do still have like Wandy Peralta, Ron Marinaccio out there too. So it's it's not exactly like the Yankees are dealing with a you know. Mid to 2010s Tigers bullpen situation here. Like they are still a good group, but it's just, it's just something to track. Especially like when on Friday the bullpen just did not have a good day. You know there was a it was a lot of blown leads. Not some great stuff from like Albert Abreu. Hey hey hey
1: hey! He is your bullpen war leader, Albert <laughs> Abreu. Yeah, you know. that
0: is that is a whole thing that Albert Abreu. His stats are always way better than he actually looks. I don't know. I don't know. And I know, like, over the weekend, there were some things where, like, you know, he gave up. Like, uh, when he came into the game for Nestor on Sunday, he ele- immediately allowed a hit allowed both inherited runners to score. And he's like, ERA is free for me. So, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he got the next two guys. So. <laughs> uh, what a guy. But. Yeah.
1: On a side note, he's a very unfortunate picture on
0: baseball reference. Yeah, they didn't really do him any favors there. That's <laughs> very rude of you, Sean Foreman.
1: <laughs> I am sorry to Albert Abreu and the whole family who is listening. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> but on a better note for pitching, Johnny Brito came back up, pitched another good start, honestly. That was the one on Saturday that I saw. And he got into some trouble in the first inning there. looked like he might unravel a bit. But he only allowed the one run and then went on to pitch four more scoreless innings and got another win. So, hey, got the dub.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think especially with the injuries and all that, I think he's going to be here for a little while and he's earned his chance. So hopefully he continues to make the most of it. But, yeah, it's been fun. He's one of the him, Nestor and Gary Cole are the fun parts of the rotation. Clark Schmidt has not been fun.
0: (laughs) No, Clark Schmidt really got torched <laughs> by the yeah. Orioles and uh, the was Mingo not really good in his first start either. So yeah. he's got some work to do and like even Boone alluded to that in the post game. He's like, yeah, it's just about like not a lot of command. Needs to, hit the, needs to hit the spots more and you know, this, it's part of like Growing as a starting pitcher, which, you know, he's done only sort of inconsistently the past few years because of how the Yankees have had to jerk his role around from like, oh, sometimes you're in the bullpen. To, oh, sometimes you're starting in AAA. To, oh, sometimes we have you for spot start in the majors. So, right. you know, I don't blame him. but it, it is just a little it's a bit of a bummer to see. I think he will figure it out in the short term. And they're going to keep giving him chances because like it's, they still are waiting on him both Rodon and Seve to get back that seems like it's still at least a few weeks from happening so you know we're going to see more Schmidt maybe we'll turn it around
1: yeah hopefully it's not total Schmidt yeah (laughs) Bull Schmidt (laughs) but yeah no yeah they really don't have many other options so he like you said he's going to get his chances hopefully he starts to figure it out I think you said it'll be fine in the long term Mm -hmm. and then Domingo Armand's just not fun no matter what but whatever (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't have a good first start either. Although it was kind of, he struck out eight guys too, but he also gave up some tanks. So, which is but, Domingo Herman? <laughs> no, it's true, and he will have. I I wrote, I'm writing about this because uh, I'm doing the game thread tonight for Yankees Guardians because Domingo Herman is starting them too. He at least gets to start against a team that does not really hit a lot of home runs, but still got to be careful. Jose Ramirez, uh, Josh Bell is not going to go homerless forever. Josh Naylor too, also good. So we will see. This is better mashup than uh, this first start was. So perhaps Domingo Herman will rebound there. But I, he's still not a guy. I never really have a lot of confidence in.
1: Like, even when he pitches well or pitches fine, like he's still just not fun. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay. that's, that's my instant analysis on on Domingo. <laughs> just, yeah, meh.
0: which is like your classic back of the rotation dude. That's his role. That's his purpose. Okay. <laughs> yep. Please don't get crushed by the Guardians. That's all we ask.
1: Don't ask for much, but yes.
0: So that's what's going on, Yankees. Um, Any other immediate injuries or other Yankees news?
1: Any other immediate injuries? Yeah. Uh, But no, I don't think so. I mean, that's kind of pretty much it. I mean, Volpe's kind of struggled a little bit, but, you know, the Yankees do seem like they're going to keep just giving him every opportunity to figure it out, at least for right now. And I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, I almost saw him homer. Yes,
1: the triple <laughs> he, was fun.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, it went, went high up, looked like it was going to go over the fence, but it hit the side fence, the scoreboard, and then Volpe just you know casually got a triple out of that when I think most players would have been like just chucking into second base. So yeah. that, it, I, I I love a good triple where it's just like all speed is on display and it's not just like someone in the outfield screwing up. It's just, this yeah, that's is just what, pure speed.
1: <laughs> that, that's what makes it fun, right? Because like it I mean, when you see the outfielder just misplaying the ball, or whatever, the guy advancing it there, and then the score just deciding whether it's an error or a triple is whatever. But when the guy just legitimately earns it because of his wield, that's just always fun to watch. I think even Michael Kay was like a little bit surprised. He's like, oh, yeah, Volpe will get this. Oh, he's actually going to, oh, yeah, he did. he's in there.
0: <laughs> oh, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just a little bit different from, like, was it the first or second game of the season where DJ LeMahieu hit one to center that uh, Brandon Marsh just straight up whiffed? <laughs> and yeah. he got a, he got like a triple i forget if it was scored a triple or a s- single and double error but the, the same sort of idea though
1: i think it was initially scored like a double and an error or something like that but then it was eventually changed to a triple somehow
0: all right cool <laughs> <laughs> like, sure that's a thing yeah scoring is very weird in the outfield like i still remember a it's like 2010 or something Jeter hit a fly ball to center that whoever the blue Jays center fielder was, was completely lost in the sun. He never touched it. And it just like sailed behind him and Jeter rounded the bases on an inside the park home run. But like, Wait, wasn't that
1: the one where like the, the I think it was against the Royals, right. And like, didn't the dude like break his hand or
0: something? No, I think you're thinking of David DeJesus. That was like another time I think, but that also happened.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Because I thought that was in 2010. Because I think that's my first game I ever attended. When I saw whoever it was against the, I think it was against the Royals. And like whoever the outfielder was, broke his hand, and Derek Jeter ended up getting credited with the inside the park home run.
0: Maybe it was. But I could just
1: be mixing memories, because I've been known to do that.
0: (laughs) How dare you! (laughs) How dare you! No, no. Okay, so that did happen. But I think this this Blue Jays thing also happened. Some other. It may have also been that year. So, good Classic memory, I
1: guess. Uh, Fox analyst.
0: Yes. Uh, or, or something. I don't even know. <laughs> All right. Now that we talked about Volpe for two seconds and then 2010 memories for 50 seconds or whatever it was. Yes. Uh, let's take an ad break and we'll be right back.
1: Boop, boop, boop.
0: And we're back. So, we no longer rely on the Kunj War <laughs> that we did yes. last week for the. For the Bref top twelve, because Bref has added war, very valuable for you know ten games into the season or whatever. But it's there, and it's more yes. useful than Kunz just throwing out random names. He's like, eh, I think these seems okay.
1: I think uh, Nestor Cortez's cleats uh, are sad that they will no longer be mentioned. But hey, maybe I'll give everyone an end of year update at the the regular season on Kunz War.
0: Right, we eagerly await it. All right,
1: and that's if either one of me or you remember this.
0: Yeah, that, that's, that's Chances the Chances are low. That's Chances are
1: highly low. Yeah. But yeah, let's go through our baseball reference war leaders. top of the list is Garrett Cole, who has been phenomenal without Billy Crystal affecting his life. Uh, uh Following him is uh, Aaron Judge, who basically these two are exactly who you expect to see at the top two, probably for the whole remainder of the year. And if not, something has either gone extremely right with somebody else or... Something has gone extremely wrong.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> like the the old Fangraphs principle of like the season doesn't begin until whenever Mike Trout is number one on the uh, Fangraphs WAR leaderboard. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like I guess you get update now for like Otani or something like that. But same sort of idea. If it's Cole or Judge, that makes sense. If it's someone else, then
1: <laughs> some something weird's going on, and yeah. most likely not good. But yeah. yeah, then then it gets fun. So after Cole and Judge, you have Johnny Brito, Vladimir mm. Torres. Franchi Cordero. Hell yeah. And my theory as to why this wasn't available last week is because they were just waiting for him to accumulate some more and be on this list, because otherwise true. it would just not be fair. So that's why we have the list now. Vive LaFranche. Uh, yes, exactly. Following him is Nestor Cortez, Albert Abreu, apparently. Inexplicably. <laughs> yeah. One might argue. Carlos Juan Wandi Peralta, Ron Marinaccio. Mm-hmm. DJ LeMayhu and Anthony Rizzo, who has just been like quietly good and solid. I think it's just like he's just been there chugging along like this rest of the <laughs> and then just we haven't mentioned him really at all, but he's been fine. He's been good.
0: I mean that that's he's... the stage of his career where he's at. You know, he's not going to be like, you know, top of the sports center highlights, but you know, he's gonna play good first base, he's gonna deposit some dingers into the short porch, and uh just gonna be Aaron Judge's BFF, I guess. So
1: yeah, as long as him and Aaron Judge are BFFs, their dogs are BFFs, and Anthony Rizzo continues to give us an OPS plus around
0: one forty, I'm good. Vital. Wow. No, no respect for uh Clay Holmes, I guess.
1: Clay Holmes? Does he have an OPS plus?
0: Oh, I was I was just talking about like on the B-Ref top twelve. Oh, <laughs> that's even me? I was like, what do I do? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, you're, either... not re- you're not respecting uh, how much Clay Holmes can really slug it.
1: <laughs> Clay Holmes is in the top 10 of Cringe War, but we have decided not to mention that anymore. So whose fault is that? Andrew Mearns?
0: Yeah, that's true. And if we want to go uh, Fangraph's War, apparently Ron Marinaccio is uh, third in the majors with 0.3 war. <laughs> so he's the sure. real most valuable reliever, Albert <laughs> Abreu.
1: <laughs> Just any excuse to like, shine the uh, the truth about Albert Abreu, I guess... <laughs>
0: Yeah, although the downside is that number five on this on the Major League list is a World's Chapman. <laughs> oh, God. Royals, legend, as we all remember. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> Where will he end up to end the season is the real question, because there's no shot in hell he's actually finishing the season there. I'm
0: going to go Rays, just somehow.
1: <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> so sounds better. about right.
0: Yeah, Ugh, that'll be anyway. uh, well.
1: It will be, but fitting.
0: <laughs> maybe he'll give up a uh, big season ending dinger.
1: Yes, hopefully.
0: Yeah. Like uh, Corey Kluber did last year for them. Remember that?
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, that
0: was a thing. He gave up the Austin Gonzalez Cleveland walk Yeah. And now he's in the Red Sox ace. Yeah. Red Sox sweeping the pathetic Tigers over the weekend, who, again, inexplicably took two or three from the Astros in Houston. So I yeah. I don't understand the Tigers.
1: And this is after the Red Sox got swept by the Pirates.
0: Yeah. What a, what a weird time this is. Yeah. I don't know. I'm over yeah. it. All right. <laughs> All right, we have a uh, tangent enough. I think let's uh start wrapping this up with uh the Yankee and Manfred of the week.
1: Woo. All
0: right, who's your Yankee of the week?
1: I'm gonna go with John Sterling. I was a little disappointed when uh Frenchie hit his first home run and saw that John he was, Sterling not was not prepared, yeah. Although it has happened in the past, with, like these like random people that like you don't expect to have like a big role or anything like that. Like he's definitely just been a little bit like late to the game or just didn't care enough because he. Didn't know what was going on. But man, (laughs) did he come back with an all timer. You can bet the Ranchie on Franchie.
0: He he, he was just like, you know what? I missed the first time, but I am not going to the next.
1: Yeah. Like, very rarely has he missed it and then come back with such a great, great call. You know, there'll always be solid or whatever, but like, that was an all timer. And I am here for it. And I hope we hear that 70 more times this year.
0: Yeah, I'm still partial, too, if you wanted to go with Viva la Franche, but I suppose we will go with Bit the Ranchi on Franchi, which is its own. It's, it's just own so adventure. much
1: more ridiculous. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's just so much more ridiculous. Like Vive la Franche, I would have been fine with. I would have been perfectly good with. But And then Franchi, Franchi probably would have gotten my, man, uh, my, Manfred, my Yankee of the Week. But, yeah, no. You've earned it this time. We're going to yeah. come back.
0: Hey, that is very fair. That is very fair. For my Yankee of the Week, I'm going to go with uh, Giancarlo Stanton making the Camden Yards wall look uh, silly and pointless. (laughs) And homering for me, which I think he's actually done for like a few games in a row that I've attended, which are granted are kind of stretched out because I'm not based in New York or anything like that. So it's more sporadic, but I've uh, consistently seen some Giancarlo dingers and I applaud him for it.
1: Yes, good job. It's, it's always me. nice to it's always nice to make the fans happy.
0: Yeah, he wanted to impress me, and for that, I thank Giancarlo for his uh, noble service. <laughs> yeah, quick, quick guess: How many career home runs do you think Giancarlo Stanton has? Three hundred seventy-five, four
1: hundred seventy-five. I don't know.
0: You were really close with the first one: three hundred eighty-one. So, oh, okay. He's uh, he's creeping up.
1: I did, did I go to four seventy-five? How the hell did I end up there?
0: I don't know. I mean, you just went like three seventy five to four seventy five, but very real yeah. chance he gets to four hundred this season, though, which would be cool.
1: That would be cool and yeah. fun.
0: Just has to, you know, do that whole stay healthy thing and not collapse in the second half. So we'll see. Would be nice. Yeah, I, I still believe. I still believe he's a good. He's believe? a good hitter. If you ask me.
1: Uh, I don't know if anybody was, but I, I'll, I'll ask you. Do you think he's a good hitter?
0: I think so. I think he okay. has a chance to stick around in this league. You heard it here first, folks. You know, last year was the lowest OPS plus of his career for a season, and it was still one fourteen. So, yes, <laughs> yeah, but which is why, like, I, I never human. get
1: like people being down on John Carlos and it makes no sense.
0: Now, I, I like, I can, I understand people who are frustrated when he doesn't stay healthy, but that's just the that's name of a the different game. thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, that, that 100% I get with. And I get I get like last year because he was obviously playing hurt. Like it just wasn't – like the second half was just wasn't productive. But to just overall be down on him or think he's not a good player is just absolutely ridiculous and shows me I shouldn't have a conversation with you about anything in life.
0: Yeah, and if you're still really concerned about the contract, remember that the Marlins are still paying like ten millions per year. So. Yeah. Hal will like, be fine. Yeah,
1: and, we'll and okay. there's not that much left on it or whatever compared to – it's not a $300 million contract anymore.
0: No. It's winding down. He's probably winding down his career soon. So just enjoy the massive dingers while he's still capable of doing so, you know?
1: Please and thank you.
0: Speaking of old guys hitting dingers, I saw Nelson Cruz homer in Atlanta last night. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He's because he's with, did you know he's uh, DHing with the Padres?
1: I did because you quizzed me on something. Not too long ago, I think just not on our podcast, but in our our Slack, and then I, I happened to remember, remember that he was in
0: the he was on the Padres. Yeah, him and Matt Carpenter just DHing together.
1: Yes, what
0: With a the... weird team.
1: It really is but a good go a dads. good team,
0: but a really weird team. Go dads! Yeah, dad dad life. We support the dads in the National League always. Yes, very much so. <laughs> the one pro team left in San Diego.
1: Yeah, but like, they, like just, I'm just remembering they have. Manny Machado signed to an extension. They got Fernando Tatis to, they agreed to him. Then they signed Xander Bogart to, like, what the hell is going on there? It's weird, and I love it.
0: Yeah, they extended you Darvish when he was already, like, 36 for, like, six years. And it's like, you know what? We love you Darvish, so get your money, man.
1: A hundred percent. And they also just signed,
0: uh, they extended Jake Cronenworth right before opening day, too, I think.
1: Right, yeah. You know what? I'm just going to say it again. Go Dads.
0: Yeah, they're doing the uh, the Braves thing of extending everyone, except all their extensions are, like, huge money. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> you know, I respect it more than the Braves thing, which is like, hey, 19-year-old kid, here's, like, $12 for the next 12 years. That was more you, just you, uh,
0: you... Ozzy Alves. They've been The ones since then have been a little bit more normal. Yeah whatever the it acuna one's out. not great either but whatever
1: <laughs> they, they stick out a little bit more <laughs>
0: yeah yeah but another team where it's just like okay those guys are just going to be there forever anywho yeah uh we're getting sidetracked again <laughs> <laughs> let no never no 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 all right go Manfred of the week
1: i hate to do this but i'm gonna go anthony volpe wow it's... villain yeah yeah I'm, I'm gonna inspire him
0: anthony i know you're listening
1: Prove me wrong ant- next week.
0: You're going to antagonize him like you did with the judge of those times last year.
1: Yeah, and it didn't
0: work, apparently, because he did not get to 74. No, you blew it. He betrayed,
1: wow. he betrayed me. I betrayed myself. But anyway, wow. yeah, no. Yeah, Since we last recorded, he's uh, gotten a grand total of two hits. One of those was a triple and one walk. Besides that, he's got eight strikeouts, and it's just not been good. Uh, I at the dare plate. you. Uh, But, yeah, hopefully he turns things around. Anthony Volpe.
0: We still have more. confidence in him.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm yes. not, like,
0: down on him at all. Just him.
1: Volpe by... family, I know you're listening. I still love him, but...
0: <laughs> I still love Just... your son. <laughs> I love your
1: son! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wish he was my son.
0: <laughs> make it fully weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, man, if I'm going
1: to make it weird, I'm going to go all in. <laughs> hey, that's fair. That's fair.
0: For my She's man... There... For... For my man of the Week, I'm just going to go Josh Donaldson, because he, he sucked, <laughs> then got hurt, and caused some weird roster stuff, so whatever. You know, I almost
1: gave him my Yankee of the Week just for being <laughs> on the aisle.
0: <laughs> Yankee of the Week for getting injured.
1: I don't have to see your face. Congratulations.
0: Yankee of the Week to Josh Donaldson's hamstring for being like, I don't want to play. Yeah. I don't want to. No. Every time, like, I was writing about his injury, too, I was reminded he's, like, 37, which is...
1: Yeah, he's old. Deceptively old. Yeah. Then, like, but then, like, I look at whenever he plays and he just has, like, just straight gray hair. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you are old.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess that's what happens when you're, like, sort of a late bloomer. Because he wasn't really good with the A's until he was, like, in his late 20s, so...
1: Yeah, and then they traded him for nothing.
0: Yeah, the A's. Uh, If you ask us some questionable management strategies... Yeah.
1: If I was giving them a grade as a team, I would not give them an A.
0: Mm. I saw James Ooh. Caprillion getting pulverized by the Rays, by the way, on the weekend. That, that guy. Poor dude. Yeah. And it seems like the Ken Waldachuk may be going down that path, too.
1: <laughs> At least Ken Waldachuk doesn't have a caged bull nickname following him.
0: Oh, God. Which I might be the only one who remembers. But. Yeah, I have no, no memories of that.
1: I think uh, Brian Cashman called him the caged bull when he was still with the Yankees organization, was waiting to be unleashed or some crap like that.
0: Sure, (laughs) has been unleashed, and the end (laughs) result is eleven point one seven ERA this year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Best of luck to Grandmaster Cap.
1: It's almost like the Yankees knew what they were doing.
0: I guess so. Unfortunately, they only got Sonny Gray (laughs) return. Yeah hope? But hey, All right.
1: I, that, I, tra- I consider that trade a win because it gave me one of my favorite news headlines for Pinstripe Alley. What was that? Uh, it was after his first game where the de- defense let him down. It was, NYY News, Sonny's D doesn't delight.
0: Great. All right, I think. They're in
1: the history of the internet.
0: All right, time to wrap this up. Yankees is again playing Cleveland tonight. Then they host a four-game set against the Twins. So, keep an eye on what might happen in further Yankees-Twins weirdo news over the weekend? Will they take all four? Possibly, but more likely I'm going to go three out of four.
1: Yeah, sounds about right.
0: Yeah, I think they'll take two out of three including two. Just keep that streak going.
1: Yeah, keep winning series.
0: Yes. Sweep them if you must. But This is our analysis. Win series.
1: Yes, baseball is better when the Yankees win games.
0: We may end up recording before next week or not, but if we don't, next week there's an Angels series after an off day on Monday. Back that's by a Yankee stadium as well. So Shohei and Mike Trout come to town. Yay. Shohei Shohei. Claus is coming to town.
1: Woo. Woo. And hopefully he just stays. Yes. (laughs) I don't want to go back to L.A. or Anaheim or whatever they they technically play.
0: Outside Disney.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, can follow us on Twitter at Podument Park, at Mern's PSA, at Pinstripe Alley, and and I'm just waiting for you to say something. I don't know. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were bringing back the whole like random question thing. Uh, I'm just gonna go with my dog is awesome.
0: At my dog is awesome. Just, <laughs> I bet that is a Twitter account. Actually, that's still. I'm sure it search. is. My dog <laughs> is awesome. Uh. Yes, apparently it is someone named Duncan Young. Although apparently he's retweeted <laughs> some old Tom Brady Bucks stuff, so actually don't follow that account. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never mind.
0: This is not dogs. True, okay. sure your dog is awesome, but you are not got his ass. All right. <laughs> okay, so let's go Yankees, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Woo.